Hello and welcome back to Rise and Align. We are your hosts, Demi and Haley. Today we're diving into a really fun topic. This is a tool that Demi and I both use for uh, spiritual and personal growth reasons, and it is tarot. Uh, this is something that we've both been using for years now, I would say, mm-hmm. and I feel like it has been a really good way to uh, use it in our spiritual practices. So I'm really curious how you use tarot and what tarot means to you. I would say it's such a wonderful way to stay aligned and to check in with yourself. And um, if you've ever been intimidated by tarot or if you've ever wondered about it or been curious about, you know, what is it? I think it depends on how you personally view it. And to me, I believe that tarot is like messages from source. And, you know, everything comes down to everything is made up of energy. So however you're feeling in a moment is going to determine what cards might pop out of the deck or what cards you might Mm -hmm. pull out of the deck. And for me, it has always been extremely resonant. Um, Whatever I pull usually relates to whatever I'm going through in life at that moment. Mm -hmm. It's something I need to hear. It's something I need to ponder, something I need to ask myself. And it always helps me to listen to my intuition. It it is almost like a guide through life in a way for me. It really Mm -hmm. helps me tap back into, okay, like, you know, how do I feel about this situation? Mm -hmm. And the questions that it asks are so aligned, I guess, with what I need to be asking myself Mm -hmm. in that moment. And and it's funny because people will be like, the tarot cards personally victimized me. (laughs) (laughs) It does feel like that sometimes, honestly. Um, And it's also really interesting. Like people always think like, I shouldn't say always, a lot of people look at it as like a negative thing. And they often say like there are negative cards, like there are evil cards or bad cards like death or Mm -hmm. the devil. Um, and I just don't see that perspective of it at all. Like even the quote unquote negative, like the tower, like you don't want to get the tower. That means you got chaos in your life, (laughs) but it's actually really, um, introspective and it, it has you look at yourself in a really healthy way. I think Mm -hmm. I totally agree with everything that you've said. I feel like, uh, tarot is just a really good reflection. a a practice to reflect on your life and when you pull your cards it's it's a really good way I like to think of it as a ritual you know you sit down and have this dedicated time to yourself where you can reflect on your life and you know ponder what you want out of life and maybe you know things that you want to change about life and when you're pulling your cards and you know if you're using your guidebook there's always like good insights in there and questions but you can also use it in more of an intuitive way Uh, but I think that you know it's a really good way to just start to be more reflective and you can use it in you can use it with other practices as well. You can use it with your meditation practice. You can use it with a journaling practice. Uh, if you're wanting to get into journaling, I think tarot is a good pairing with that because it gives you things to journal about in yes. a way. But for me, tarot is connecting to my intuition. It's connecting to a higher, my higher self. It's connecting to source energy. And I think that you can gain a lot of information about yourself or 
um, perspectives on the world that you may not have thought about uh, if you didn't take the time to like sit down and you know it, it is kind of like tarot kind of calls you out it brings attention to things that uh, maybe you're avoiding or you you don't realize mm-hmm. like actually this book I have here is so this is the original quote-unquote the original tarot deck um, is the Rider Weight deck, right? And this book is the Rider Weight deck. And on the bottom of it says, um, Cards for Divination, Wisdom, and Self-Discovery. And I think that's so good because for me, that's really what they are. It's it's wisdom and self-discovery. And that has helped mm-hmm. me so much in my journey just to self-reflect and, you know, discover more things about myself that maybe I was hiding from me even, yeah. you and, know? And it's a great way to find clarity about a situation. Mm-hmm. If you sit down and you want to ask like a question about a certain scenario or something that you're going through and you know you'll pull a card and whatever I think whatever you pull is what you're meant to pull and what you're meant to be uh, guided towards so I think that you know whatever that card tells you can give you clarity about the situation that you're going through or honestly it could give you advice about a situation or you know just op- again open yourself up to a new perspective about something and I also want to talk about so tarot cards as far as we know and there are lots of different sources that do say different things but they started around the 1400s in Italy and I was looking into because I mean some of my decks they all come with books and some of my decks have books that have guidance towards like rules around the tarot and other sources say like there are no rules in tarot like when they were initially invented there were no rules at all so a lot of people would be like well you're not supposed to buy your own tarot deck um somebody's supposed to give you a tarot deck or you're supposed to do this or you're not supposed to do that I really think you should just follow your intuition in that like absolutely I don't think that tarot is this like evil voodoo future telling written in stone thing I think that tarot respects the fact that the only constant is change and Mm -hmm. so it's just guidance and advice that can help you I have never had any kind of negative experience with tarot ever 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 I've read tarot for other people and it's always helped them develop and expand and align and many times we've had like emotional breakthroughs through tarot Mm -hmm. card readings Mm -hmm. and I've had that you know within myself as well so I want to say that if you're interested in tarot like you do what your heart says like follow Mm -hmm. it and what I was told like the reason that I ever got into tarot actually I went to like this tarot card meetup And it was so long ago. It was like 2008, I think. Mm -hmm. And these ladies said that you are meant to go physically to a store that has tarot and look through the decks and like touch them and see which one speaks to you and like Mm -hmm. which one calls to you. And that I so deeply agree with. So my first deck I ever got was this Arthurian legend deck from Scotland and if you know me at all, you know I'm obsessed with Scotland and, and that deck has been so meaningful for me. It's been so helpful for me mm-hmm. and I still use it to this day. So I think yeah. that that's really how you should choose your tarot is like what speaks to you. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I love the idea of like having a tarot deck gifted to you and you know that being the one that you use. But realistically, like that, 
that's not going to happen for most people, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I do agree, like, your tarot deck should be an intuitive thing, and you have to have a connection with your tarot deck. Like, that might sound mm-hmm. silly, but you have to feel aligned with the tarot deck in order to get the most from it, in order to, you know, open your energy up to this deck. Like, you have to be aligned with it, and you're, and that'll help you better get more from it, honestly. Like, I've yes. had some decks that I've tried to work with that, I don't love like I don't love the illustrations or you know just how they interpret different cards like that it didn't align with me and so I wouldn't use them I'm just like I'd rather not pull a card because it didn't it wasn't valuable it wasn't resonant yeah Yeah. but when you have a deck that does resonate with you it truly is like you're getting messages from source directly to you like it's meant for you it's it's total it's it's crazy what a difference that makes is having a deck that aligns Resonates. with you. Yeah, yeah honestly. Yeah, <laughs> yes, I completely, completely agree. I've used other people's tarot decks too. Like sometimes there'll be ones that I love and I'm like, ooh, let me use that again. I want to mm-hmm. I want to use these. But then the other times it's like, oh, I, it's, it doesn't resonate. That's another thing. There are thousands, so many. So probably many. at least thousands of different tarot decks and Though most of them are based on the original Rider Waite deck, they will have different meanings in them. Like, they'll have different questions in them. They'll have different illustrations in them. Mm -hmm. Every deck is different. Yeah, and there's also Oracle decks, which is similar to Tarot, but it's less structured and it's less, Mm -hmm. you know, like you said, it's most of them are based off this original deck. So the Oracle cards you can get in different themes or, like, I had one where you could pull like an affirmation every day and there was questions that aligned with it too that are a little um more personalized towards what you're looking for I guess Mm -hmm. there's just so many different options out there yeah 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 I agree I have this one oracle set too I I brought some of my cards to show you guys so Mm -hmm. the wild mystic oracle set my best friend did gift this to me and I love it and it's beautiful and gold and black and just cool I love it Mm -hmm. but it is really different than the tarot decks so with the tarot decks we have like the higher and lower powers and the higher powers are meant to have I guess like a triumphant meaning so like if you pull one higher card and two lowers then the higher card is going to be like the overall energy of the pull mm-hmm. that, that makes, makes sense, sense. yeah <laughs> yeah but okay so do you have a favorite tarot card I honestly so with all of my decks I haven't yet to pull like all of the cards and like really dive into the meanings and I use tarot in more of an intuitive way so I'm not super knowledgeable in all the cards and what they all mean but I always have to say that the moon is my favorite card just because um, I am a Scorpio I love the the you know the feminine energy I love the you know facing the shadows and you know the moon kind of shines a light on your shadows and you know it's a transformative card and I just connect with that and love that and I usually always love the illustrations on the moon card yeah, so and the moon is my favorite thing yes, so. same. <laughs> and my so if we're talking about cards yeah minus the moon witch deck and so it's all about like all geared towards like the moon and stuff so I guess that I makes love sense for me your deck too. I love that one. <laughs> yes so it's you said you know I'm not that familiar and it's interesting because I have been reading tarot for at least nine years I'd mm-hmm. say so that's a pretty long time especially mm-hmm. to have one deck and my original deck that I got that is the Arthurian legend deck though it is Arthurian legend and though it does have you know Arthurian legend illustrations it still reflects the main cards of the Rider Waite decks so it still has the sun the moon you know all the same cards right 
And I have worked with that deck, like I said, for nine years. I, I do use it intuitively. And this deck is specifically meant to. It says in the book, like, you should be meditating on the cards and see what comes up for you. I think that's how you should always do it. But I still look at the pages of the book, no matter what deck I'm using, no matter how many times I've used it, because it's like, you know, when you watch a movie and you mm -hmm. watch it again and you see something different, yep. it's mm -hmm. that way. Like you're going to perceive it differently every single time. So, you know, don't feel intimidated by like, oh, I, I'm not a professional. Like I have to use my book. I'm like, I have been doing it for so long and I still use my books. Like mm -hmm. they're still really, really helpful. And even though I've been using the same deck for nine years, like different cards pop out. Like I remember like mm -hmm. five, six years into using the same deck. I was like, I've never even seen this card. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, where did this come from? Yes. So I just, I love that about tarot. I feel like I never am like, oh, I'm sick of it. I know mm -hmm. it all. I'm always like, oh my gosh, there's a million yes. more decks to explore. And, and every time always... I read them, it's something different. Mm -hmm. and, and you're always going through something different mm -hmm, and mm -hmm. also with reading the books like I think that's a really good way to gain a different perspective on a situation mm -hmm. like I, I do read the books that come with the tarot cards mm -hmm. of course and there's usually like reflective questions in there but it also makes you see a situation from a different perspective that you may not have thought of on your own. It's so clear that tarot is such a spiritual practice to me because a lot of the books have different medita like guided meditations mm -hmm. in them, yeah. um, different breath work in them, like other things that will help your self-development and peace, really. Mm -hmm. And I love that you mentioned earlier that tarot is not a fortune-telling device. Like, I think, you know, some people have the perspective that tarot is dark magic or tarot mm -hmm. is like bad and it is you know telling fortune and you get the death card you're gonna die like no 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 that's not it at all and you also touched on the fact that the more negative cards the death card or whatever it is you there is actually a more deep meaning to that mm -hmm. you, you, like the death card is more so about transformation about a yes. rebirth letting go of what's you know what's no longer serving you there's actually a it's not so literal, you know? Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean you're going to die. It's yeah. usually like death to a bad habit mm -hmm. or something, <laughs> death yeah. to a circumstance. Yes. You know, it's something like something that, yeah, exactly. What's mm -hmm. no longer serving you, you're mm -hmm. going to let go. So in a way, it's a death, like death to ego, death to this old personality mm -hmm. or, you know what I mean? It's not, you're going to die. Yes. They're not like that right. at all. This and is a spiritual self-development thing. It <laughs> is. It is. Yeah. So, and when you read the books that come along with it, it starts to change your perspective on it a little bit because it it dives into that more and I have a friend we went to we got our our tarot reading done by a professional and she was she was scared you know she's like what if I get the death card what if I get like you know and I think that's like a common misconception she was really nervous about that and she did end up getting the death card pulled for her um you attract what you fear yes yes and I think it ended up being a really good experience for her and changed I think how she looks at it she'll probably be listening to this um and you know it helps you have breakthroughs, I think. Yeah, you know? I especially when think you so. start using it, like you just it 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 pulls forth like subconscious things. I think yes that you you don't have available like all the time mm -hmm. going on, or even brain. sometimes like it does call you. Out. It does call mm -hmm. you out. Like mm -hmm. there'll be things that it says, and I'm like. Mm. 
like deep down I know I know I know okay I know I get it yes (laughs) but I didn't want to face that and then you just sometimes you know I'll pull a card and I'm like no 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 so I put it back (laughs) in I shuffle it I shuffle it and I pull the same card it's like like, no no (laughs) it's it's always the tower (laughs) oh my gosh it is too funny yeah no that really happens and on that level I want to say like I personally do believe in magic. I do. Mm-hmm. Me too. Like, I just don't think that reality could even exist. Like, what do you mean? This whole mm-hmm. thing is a giant magic trick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's be real. But look at the with, sunset. It's magical. Come on. Like, come on. It's different every day. <laughs> but with tarot, it, for me, has been really magical. Like, mm-hmm. so many times I've drawn cards that were, like, even at the time I was like "Mm, maybe this doesn't make sense and then a day later I'm like oh my god like how Mm -hmm. is it so accurate like Mm -hmm. sometimes the things that it'll come up with like it might sound like oh that's just generalized but it's like no one time I pulled this card and it said legal problems and I was like I don't have any legal problems that's weird like what what is it talking about I literally got served with court papers that day Mm -hmm. and I was like no way like it's always been that insanely accurate for me and everyone else I've ever read it for Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. and I again it is connecting to like our intuition our higher self source Mm -hmm. and we are one with source so source knows you know Mm -hmm. and it's just a way to communicate with source and connect with your intuition I think a lot of people too will use tarot or like go to tarot readings when they're like going through something which Mm -hmm. can be great like it can Mm -hmm. be really helpful but also like you can use them anytime just to help you stay aligned like I used Mm -hmm. to tarot every single day to um start my journaling like it was just journaling prompts for Mm -hmm. me you know and it was so helpful in that way but I've also heard people say like "Mm, some people abuse tarot and they read tarot like multiple times a day and it just takes away the meaning and I don't I don't really necessarily agree with that I don't feel like you can necessarily abuse it like obviously you Mm -hmm. don't want to be dependent on like the tarot cards are telling me what's going to happen in life and what to do like Mm -hmm. it's not like that but also like because it is a self-development tool it's not an unhealthy thing like Mm -hmm. it's not going to it's not like you can abuse it like a substance or Mm -hmm. it's not like that it's only ever like positive and helpful it's a tool Mm -hmm. it's a tool it's a tool and yeah I I I, that's so interesting that someone would have that perspective I think Mm -hmm. that your your practice can be whatever you want it to be and I I think like we've talked about with yoga tarot is adaptable to how you want it to be you could pull it once a year or you could just go have someone else read your tarot once and that's fine or you can use it every day you can use it you know as you said a a tool for journaling Mm -hmm. I think it's a great way to start the day you know it because it also encourages you to have a morning ritual like you sit down you pull your cards you do yoga or you read or you just sit there for a little while and have intentional time I think it's just a good way to have that time Mm -hmm. that you dedicate towards your growth and reflection and stuff on your life yeah I completely agree and I have to say that every time I've ever used tarot I'm always like in a better mood afterwards it really Mm -hmm. does help align me it really does Mm -hmm. it helps expand my mind a lot So, yeah, I've never had any negative experience with it. I think that where people maybe get that from is if they're like, and oh, this is one 
quote-unquote rule that I kind of do agree with on tarot. I don't think you should ask yes or no questions. Tarot for me is always asking advice and I'm open to that advice, whatever Mm -hmm. that's going to be. But people will be like, yes or no, is this person going to marry me? You Mm -hmm. know, and like, Mm -hmm. of course, like that's not what tarot is for. Mm -hmm. And like, yeah, you shouldn't use it in that way. Like you shouldn't be dependent on it. Like, well, the tarot card said this was going to happen. So like (laughs) it's in stone now and Mm -hmm. it's not like that at all. Like it's just more of like an intuitive, Mm -hmm. helpful tool. So I think this is going to be helpful for people who aren't, who really aren't familiar with tarot at all. What types of questions do you ask and how do you ask those questions like do you ask it in your head or like how like how is that process for you and how do you select your card yeah so and I've seen so many people do this differently like again Mm -hmm. the practice is whatever you make it for me when I'm reading on my own I don't say my question out loud I just think of like a subject sometimes it's just like what do I need to hear today like what do Mm -hmm. I need to hear in this moment sometimes I will ask advice on circumstances that are happening in my life or relationships or something like that like advice towards that not like yes or no are they gonna marry me Mm -hmm. (laughs) like like, it's Mm -hmm. like okay what's your advice on this right and the way that I do my readings is I really love when the tarot cards just pop out on their own like Mm -hmm. if you guys are watching the video hopefully you will have seen that this one just flipped out by itself so I just shuffle through the deck and whatever pops out on its own and in whatever direction that it pops out. So like say that it were upside down and I can't see the front of the card, I'll flip it over. And however it's flipped over, whether that's right set up or reversed is the way that I believe I'm meant to read it. I also believe that like if this is the first card I pulled, that's the first card I'm going to read. So most of the time I'm doing like a three card spread and I think that's the most common way to pull tarot cards is a three card spread. Mm-hmm. There are lots of other spreads and the decks that I have come with books that have like hundreds of spreads and then they'll actually tell you like what each card is meaning. So like I know in this um, original tarot here it's like one through five. There's a there's a spread that's one through five and it's like The first card is what has been happening to you recently. The second card is what's happening to you now. Third card is like advice from source. And the the last card is like the overall energy of what's going to happen with the circumstance. So you can do it, you know, however you want. When Mm -hmm. I do the three cards, it could be past, present, and future, but I kind of just see it as like advice in general, like a story, Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the times, the cards that I pull will end up relating to each other. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I'm like, hmm. And I think that we might as well do a reading. Yeah, yeah. So I was thinking already when I started shuffling these that it'll just be like a collective reading. So if you're listening right now, you're meant to hear this and so are we. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So we'll see what comes out. Our first card is the Queen of Cups. So she is in all of the Rider Waite decks. And then if you have a deck that isn't like this. Oh, there she is. There she is. But if you have a deck that isn't this, um, you may have cards that still relate to these cards. Seven of Cups. Ooh. I love Cups. Cups is water and hearts and fall. And that's change. That's something that I love about um, tarot cards is, and with astrology, the signs, they match up with natural elements, Mm -hmm. water, fire, air, earth, and the different uh, suits, if you want to call them, in tarot also align with fire, water, earth, and air. 
so very interesting yes i love that everything everything does relate <laughs> intertwine all, like yes, yes yes all of the things okay so our last card was ace of pentacles and it came upside down but it's still a really happy card so i'm excited to read the meaning of this mm-hmm. and so when when i pull cards and i'm sure you do the same when you you get them it's really important i think to start looking at the images like yes. what what are these images showing you? What can you get from it? I feel like, you know, colors used and, you know, a lot of like animals and things can be symbols for things and the numbers can have meaning. So I think, you know, looking at these and creating meaning for certain things is helpful too, if you're doing it in an intuitive way, but also pairing that with what, you know, the books say as Mm -hmm, well. mm -hmm. And I mean, because these decks, like if you do go pick one out, I think the images will resonate with you like it always like you can look at it and think like the queen of cups like she's holding up a cup actually she's holding one down too Mm -hmm. which is balance and she looks like powerful like she's standing in her power she looks confident to me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I mean and every person might get a different perception of that image like you might look at it and be like I don't think that (laughs) but and and then you and that's so interesting because then you'll pull the message that you need from the cards and every individual person will see something different but it's because it will relate to them and be what they need to hear or see so cool so the queen of cups so this book didn't come with those tarot so this book has a completely different image on it than those cards but it is still the card So what this book says for Queen of Cups is the Queen of Cups is the most caring and compassionate of all the queens in the deck. She is emotionally aware, tenderhearted, and highly intuitive. There's no hiding your true feelings from the Queen of Cups. She will know if you're putting on a brave face. Your priority is one of deep emotional empathy when she shows up in a reading. You are loved unconditionally and patience is a virtue to appreciate. Oh, my grandma always says that to me. Um, And then we did pull the card upright. It says, when the Queen of Cups appears in a reading, trust your instincts and you will not go wrong. It is time to be heart-led and open to exploring your emotions. Either you or someone you are interacting with will display a good deal of patience and understanding, and this is needed here. She is a healer, so you may need to nurture yourself or someone else. Psychic abilities are heightened with her presence, so trust your intuition. I love that. Yay. <laughs> I love that whole card. Hopefully that was resonant for you guys too because it was for us, I think. Yes. And if you want to reflect on that more, you can pause or write that down. And after this episode, you can, you know, maybe use that as a journaling prompt just to kind of help yourself reflect on that and see what that means to you. Yes. Okay. So the next card is the seven of cups. For me, seven's always been a lucky number. Um, and again, cups is hearts. So there are seven cups and in this image this i don't know if you guys will be able to see this on the video but um he's looking at what looks like a bunch of like treasures in an antique store to me Mm -hmm. and each of the cups has different things and one of the cups has a heart in it dragon one has a dragon one has a A castle castle. (laughs) okay so we love this one and then as well in the book there's also cups full of treasures so i am excited (laughs) the treasures of life 
The Seven of Cups shows a figure who is faced with too many options. They have a choice to make, but they are crippled by indecision. This person is finding it difficult to choose because they're stuck trying to see the positive and negative in any, every situation, making excuses for their indecision. They mo may also have unrealistic expectations. See, it's calling me out. I know, me too. I'm like, oh, okay. Rude. <laughs> You may be living with an illusion and ignoring the reality of a situation. You could be facing difficult decisions and overthinking, trying to weigh up all of the options, or you may be overindulging or being lazy, whichever it is, rude, whichever it is, you may need to make a decision. It is time to face your options realistically and commit to your choice. Okay, that's fair. But um, I feel like in circumstances like this for me, sometimes I'll focus on something and actually limit myself not realizing that I do have so many wonderful options. And also the right answer is always what feels the best for you. So reach for the feeling of relief and you will make the right decision. Mm -hmm. I think it would be interesting just to compare like yeah. what my mm -hmm. tarot says about these. Yes. So this is coming from the Moon Witch deck. If you're watching, I have it on the screen. Uh, so we'll just see what this deck's perspective is on the Seven of Cups. So at first it says opportunities, choices, possibilities, need to make a decision, potential daydreaming. So upright, it says the Seven of Cups depicts a witch looking up to the heavens. There are seven cups in the clouds, each holding an object. Some are pleasant and some are not. They are your wishes, dreams, and fears. It is a card of choices, fantasies, daydreams, and illusions. Things are not always as they seem at first glance. Seven of Cups invite you, invites you to make a decision. You cannot pursue all of your desires at the same time, so choose wisely. Weigh all the pros and cons. Go beyond the illusion of shiny objects. Seven of Cups serves as a reminder that you need to be willing to work hard if you want to enjoy the fruits of your labor. The fruits of your labor. Direct your energy toward one thing and ground yourself. Your dreams and opportunities will remain in the clouds until you commit. Mm. All right, I get it. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but see how it's they're similar. The interpretations mm -hmm. are similar, but super similar. A little different at the same time. Mm -hmm. My interpretation of after reading both of these are slightly different. Like what 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 it's pulling from my own feelings is a little bit different from each other. Mm, yeah. It's interesting too because I literally like yesterday posted a TikTok video, but it was one that I had filmed a long time ago and I left in my drafts. Mm -hmm. And what I said in that video was I know that if you focus on one thing, it will become way more successful than if you're doing lots of things. Mm -hmm. And I am the queen of doing everything. <laughs> I think that it is true. Like mm -hmm. when you really commit to one thing or one mm -hmm. person or one whatever it is, that one thing will become so much more successful. Mm -hmm. Like it's always this concept of like the grass is greener or maybe the next thing is going to be better or maybe the next thing will blow up or, you know, maybe the next thing will be easier, mm -hmm. whatever. Mm -hmm. And it's never that way. It's always whatever you put your love and energy into will blossom and it's also about dis discipline yeah if it's easy to give up it's easy mm -hmm. to say oh that didn't work right away so I'm gonna try something different yes or um you know and not 
putting in the hard work Mm -hmm. it's it's easy to give up but it is commitment Mm -hmm. and persistence are a choice and they're difficult and they're self-discipline and it's a form of self-love too and it's also like with this like I think that we are so far we've been really committed and disciplined Mm -hmm. and we're also loving doing it and putting all of that like good intention and love and effort and energy into it is building Mm -hmm. it into a really beautiful thing Mm -hmm. so also thank you guys by the way for being here because I we've had such wonderful feedback and we just love you guys and we love creating this beautiful community Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so the next card is ace of pentacles ace is the beginning too which I think is notable and pentacles align with the earth energy yes Yes. okay so um in both of these depictions there is a hand holding a star it looks sort of like a coin and there's actually flowers in both of mine i want to read yours after as well it says the hand that offers the pentacle is cupped to keep it safe it represents a seed that is ready to be planted this ace is the Uh. sign that you are ready to invest your time energy and resources into building something tangible this is not something insignificant this is a foundation to support a better future it is time to sow the seeds of success so look for real and measurable opportunities and we did pull it reverse but that doesn't necessarily mean (laughs) oh my gosh but that's like everything I've been talking about for the past few weeks it's so perfect okay so reverse it says the ace of pentacles reversed could indicate an investment that has gone or is about to go wrong all contract or commitment may be broken or it could just be a change of heart you need to decide if it is worth salvaging or if it is time to cut your losses and walk away It can also show an unhealthy attachment to material gains to the detriment of spiritual needs. Um, And then I do want to read the upright version because I feel like just because it's drawn reverse doesn't mean like this is your destiny written in stone. This is going to happen for sure. It is just like this is a perspective that you should be aware of. Mm -hmm. Um, That is interesting though because we did just go into Mercury retrograde and that has a lot to do with like not making commitments or commitments going wrong and stuff like that too yes okay so upright it says the ace of pentacles represents solid foundations in whatever area of your life you are querying a new and stable beginning that will reap long-term rewards it is time to invest in your future in a very tangible way this may take time effort and energy but the payoff will be worth it you can look forward to the resources that you need becoming available so to me it's like you may pull it reversed and maybe that's something that like you want to be aware of and you want to watch out for but the reversed definition might be the action that you want to take in order to correct that Mm -hmm. what's and what's so interesting about that just to tie it in with like what's going on right now and we are in Taurus season and it's about like creating stability and creating a foundation for your seeds to grow and blossom from and I think that that's telling us exactly that so mm-hmm. it's again astrology aligning uh, we're aligning with all everything. the energies are connected everything. i love it yes okay, okay what does your book say about the ace of pentacles okay so the major themes that it says is financial opportunity gift new start abundance and manifestation so the upright definition is the ace of pentacles like all the other aces of the minor arcana depicts a magical hand emerging 
from the cloud. Aces represent a new beginning or opportunity. Ace of Pentacles represents new energy connected to financial and material abundance. So grab this gold coin. The entire suit of pentacles is connected with physical resources, material goods, and all the things that sustain us on this planet. The hand might be the result of luck or hard work. Make sure to use this opportunity wisely. It takes constant work to create a garden full of your dreams. So do not rely on luck and blessings alone. You must be willing to work and fight for what you want. Which again, you said usually the cards align with each other. Mm-hmm. And that plays off of the Seven of Cups that we just read. Most definitely. Really I feel like they all related pretty well, actually. Mm-hmm. Uh, and just to read the reversed version of this card uh, it says that it may suggest that you are too preoccupied with money and missing out on other important things in life it could also suggest you should avoid making any rushed decisions uh, because because it's mercury retrograde (laughs) (laughs) when ace of pentacles is inverted the coin looks as though it is about to fall out of the magical hand now might not be the best time to take any risks, jump into uncertain opportunities or start something new. I love that. I also, it's funny because I was going to say before you read that version that it looks like the hands are going to drop the coin Mm -hmm. when it's upside down. Mm -hmm. I also have been getting this message the last few days and I've always believed this, that what you give out, you get back. So I had done a reading a couple days ago myself and it said that it's time to be generous and it's time to give not to get back but to give out the energy that you desire to have reflected back to you mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's energies an exchange mm-hmm. you know money isn't literally money it's an energetic exchange mm-hmm. so when you give someone money for something just as an example you are giving them the energetic equal of what you're paying for so whether you're getting groceries you're not losing money it's just an exchange of Mm -hmm. energy for food to sustain you Mm -hmm. it's all just it's all just energy Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah and I think that you know sometimes I'll have the conversation with people like you know you give out what you get back what you give out and it's always an equal exchange and they think like they'll take it in a literal material way sometimes and they're like well I have nothing to give. Mm -hmm. And that's not true. Like, Mm -hmm. we always have something to give, whether that's kindness, a smile, you know, joy, Mm -hmm. uplifting, support, anything like that is an energy that you are giving out and that you can give out for free. Mm -hmm. It's interesting going off of that. I'm reading Thinking Girl Rich right now, which I know that you talk about a lot. One of the things that I most recently read is like, you know, you're writing down what you want and what you desire to have but you can't get something for nothing so you have to really think about what you are going to give in order to receive wealth or money or mm-hmm. anything it, it doesn't have to be monetary but what are you going to give or mm-hmm. what are you going to offer in order to get the money because you can't get something for nothing, for nothing. Mm-hmm. which is interesting I think that the more that we focus on what we want to give and making that into something that is quality to us, 
the more that we feel worthy of receiving. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And maybe this will be our next episode, but because I know we can go more in depth on this, but we also talk about, you know, the energy of the food that you're, you know, oh yeah, we have to do an episode. The, the clothes that you're wearing <laughs> yes. and just more about the energetic exchange for the things that you're doing and giving and receiving and stuff. Yes. All right. I think that's a good episode. Yes. <laughs> Before we finish up, I wanted to talk about a little bit more about how I do card pulls. So it's really easy if a card pops out at you and you kind of just know that's the one. But for some reason, that doesn't seem to happen for me. And I sometimes I overthink it. I'm like holding the deck and I'm like, <laughs> what if I don't pull the right one? Like, what if this isn't the one? What like? And I start to stress myself out about it. But then I like ground myself and I'm like, whatever card is meant to be is the one that you're supposed to get no matter what but I do find that the card that I'm meant to pull I I get like a sensation of a sensation of warmth over that card so I know that that card is the one because I I I feel that sensation of warmth so that's one way that I you know determine or pull my cards is like I you can it's just like an energetic thing I feel the energy coming off that card like pull me yes I love <laughs> um, that so I just I don't know I thought that was an important thing to note too like when you're pulling when you start pulling for yourself too and also to not overthink it because it is easy too yeah 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 I, I agree there have been times too where I'm shuffling and I'm like nothing's coming out doesn't it have a message for me but mm-hmm. I think whatever card you get is what you're meant to get you can't pull the wrong one mm-hmm. yeah yeah well, that was so much fun. Yes. Oh, I loved I loved this episode. I hope you guys did too. We just love sharing our tools with you and, you know, our experience with things. And again, we're here to help raise the vibration for us and the world around us and you guys. And we're just so happy to have you listening today. Thank you so much for being here and helping us raise the frequency. And as always, we love you and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye.